You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, today we are debating atheism versus Christianity and we are starting right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. Very excited. Oh my goodness. This is honestly a blast, folks. It uh, it just yeah, I want to say thanks so much. You guys put me in the greatest mood. This is always so fun. And if you hadn't, if you hadn't seen during the tour, we just had a short tour traveling a bit. So we were in Austin, Texas, and then Los Angeles. So those debates were off the charts. So fun. And we were excited because the fun just doesn't stop. It just keeps on coming. In fact, you'll see on the bottom right of your screen, this Friday, Nathan Thompson, the famous or infamous flat earther depending on your perspective we'll be here debating with fight the flat earth that's going to be a big one folks really excited about that and so if it's your first time here consider hitting that subscribe button as we've got a lot more debates coming up that we are very excited for just like that one and folks want to let you know up front both of our speakers who we are very thankful to have Snake was right, and Duncan Atheism, who some have called Darth Dawkins. They both have their links in the description. This is going to be in basically a pretty much open discussion type of format. So we're going to have Duncan Atheism go first as he wants to make an announcement. And following that, he'll do his opening statement, followed by the opening statement from Snake was right. So with that, very excited to have you here. Thanks so much for all your guys' love and encouragement, too. That was a, it was a crazy tour. So we had some crazy stuff happen. Like we had to change a venue. It was like we were at the start time. We were like, you know what? This is just not going to work. There's no way. So we had to change a venue on one of the debates. Actually, twice we had to do that. That was crazy. So thanks so much for all of your support, folks. With that, I'm going to switch it over to Duncan Atheism for his opening statement and uh, announcement, apparently. I have no idea what this is, folks. So I, uh, I didn't screen the announcement. But first, well, I've been wanting to reveal this information for quite some time. Um, I've debated about whether to reveal it or not. I knew it eventually would get out and I didn't want uh, to be misrepresented or distorted. I wanted to have the widest uh, possible audience. And so people could hear from me rather than through the uh, rumor mill. Um, I've decided that to come out of the closet and reveal who and what I really am. I am a part of the LGBT community. Um, for some now, for some time now, I've been transitioning in my avatar and my screen name. 
I've been trans transitioning from evolution false to Darwin's deity to Darth Dawkins, Duncan atheism. And tonight I will be making the final transition um, to demolishing atheism. I've decided to come out of the closet and reveal that I am no longer, uh, or I, I will be holding to a non-binary position. I no longer hold to the binary designation for humans of being atheist and theist. The atheist theist binary is false. I totally reject the notion of atheist, dogmatic, God-denying bigotry and theophobia. It's as real as the Easter bunny and the invisible sky fantasy. I now lack belief in the atheophobic reasoning and models of reality. So I wanted you to hear it from me first as being a part of the LGBT community, which is not the community that you're thinking of. It is the Elohim, which is a Hebrew word for God. Elohim, God believers in the Trinity questioning God deniers uh, community. So yes, I'm a part of that LGBT community, but not the other one. So we are part of the Elohim God believers in the Trinity questioning God deniers. So you heard it here first tonight. And that's my announcement about myself. Um, the, my opening statement is that the uh, God of Christianity has revealed himself in natural revelation and special revelation. He has revealed that he is the ground of all being and the ground of all knowledge, the, all the ground of um, intelligibility. And the denial, the non-acceptance, which will amount to the denial that of, will result in complete uh, metaphysical absurdity. Now, nobody can be neutral about what is ultimate, let alone God. Now, some people will say they lack belief in God, but I'll demonstrate tonight that that is an indirect form of denial. So one will either have to accept the revelation of God, that he is the universal, excuse me, the unifying first principle, that will provide for all human existence and intelligibility, or one will have to sit, sit there in a state of absurdity, having no grounding for any of their assertions or statements of possibility. And that's it. Thank you very much for that, Duncan. We will now switch it over to Snake's opening statement. We uh, welcome you here, Snake, and the floor is all yours. Thanks for having me. Um... So I always find it funny that when people say that God has revealed himself um, and apparently not to me, not to the majority of the human race, at least not your God. Um, and, uh, you know, the, all these arguments usually go something along the lines of God exists because only God can account for what he's described here as the unifying first principle or God is that unifying first principle. And only that can account for morality or absolute or fundamental truths um, or intelligibility or logic um, and logic and morality exist, therefore God exists. Um, and all of these just assume the premise that X is only possible through God by assuming that there is no naturalistic explanation for them. Uh, there is no reason given for this baseless assumption that nature cannot explain them. And moreover, uh, naturalism easily and obviously accounts for all those things like morality and fundamental absolute truths. And um, in fact, they must exist for any supernatural to exist. And I, I don't understand why nat the natural world needs a grounding, but the supernatural world doesn't need a grounding. Why don't you leap to the super supernatural? Um, so this unifying first principle 
I'm willing to agree that there is one, but you can't establish that it is a God or a mind of any kind. In fact, gods must follow the rules of this unifi these unifying first principles in order for their minds to even exist. Um, they must follow some outside code of morality in order to be considered good. You simply can't define God as good just because it's a God. Even the mind of God is contingent upon the rules that minds must follow, and a perfect mind must follow uh, logic perfectly, at least. Uh, the fact that God is limited to a particular nature means that God is contingent upon whatever is making that nature coherent. Um, my argument in a couple of words is God is dependent on rationality and not the other way around. Therefore, Duncan's arguments don't work because they depend on the untenable position that rationality is dependent upon God. And while his position is rationality is dependent upon God, rationality exists, therefore God exists. But that first premise, rationality is dependent upon God, is absolutely false. Um, and you simply cannot ground logic or intelligibility or morality in a God or else you suffer from an appeal to authority and circular reasoning which Duncan has admitted to previously. We'll see if he still stands by that. Uh, now, a legitimate appeal to authority is appealing to an authority's expertise, and we can assume here God is correct about morality or whatever he's making pronouncements on, um, but that just means he's an expert in it, and all experts are merely studying phenomena outside of themselves. An expert in nuclear physics is just discovering the phenomena. Same with God's expertise, if God is right. Um, and he's merely exploring how it works. But God himself is not the source of these things. He can only emerge from these fundamental uh, truths. Uh, a new, like, just like the example I gave, a nuclear physicist is not the source of nuclear physics. physics. He's merely understanding it. Um, and so <clears throat> I'm going to go through a couple of syllogisms here. Uh, so presuppositionalism, I think, is basically what's going on here. And my first premise is faith alone can justify any belief. So, and he's only using faith for this, which we'll unpack later. Uh, premise two is if God is good, then we need some way to confirm this in order to avoid worshiping evil or false gods. Premise three, we already have to know what God good is in order to call God good. And so therefore knowledge and morality precede knowledge of God. Faith is just not good enough. We have to have this standard outside to be able to test it. Um, this would be important in analyzing whether the Bible, for example, is a document inspired by Satan. Um, so either we can assume <clears throat> for no reason that it is uh, inspired by Satan or inspired by God, or there's a standard by which we can hold the words of the Bible to. Um, so just assuming that it's God's word uh, – Therefore, it's true, does not solve the problem of whether or not it actually is God's word. And God's word or anything claimed to be God's word must be able to be independently verified. Otherwise, we just have to believe it on blind faith alone, which is not a reason to believe anything. Um, my second syllogism is um, for the precedence of logic over belief in God as well. First premise is God cannot change fundamental objective truths like the laws of logic. Uh, premise two is fundamental objective truths are true in all circumstances in all possible worlds, no matter what. And therefore, God is influenced by these fundamental truths um, or unifying first principles, as Duncan would say, um, and they are not influenced by gods. Uh, so I'd be interested to know 
how Christianity is a, well, first of all, I don't understand how you can get from a God exists to therefore Christianity is true and Jesus is God. Um, but I'd also be interested to see how you can say that Christianity is a better moral or scientific standard from its supposed God um, it, because of that ancient book that endorses slavery, rape, and genocide and has absolutely no knowledge of real science, especially diseases. Um, so I don't see how you can say that God has revealed himself through the natural world when the Bible, the chief source of this revelation, is wrong on almost every level. Uh, and atheism is just the default whenever you can't establish the existence of a God. So that's my position. I don't believe anyone has established any existence of any God. So that's where I land. And I, yeah, I think we were talking beforehand. I think that is a position of neutrality. Um, I have no bias. In fact, actually, I'll, I'll recant that. My bias, I would rather live in a world with a God, with a heaven. I don't believe it. I would rather have a million dollars in my bank account. I don't believe it. I need evidence. Um, so let's see. Um, I mean, I would characterize his arguments as circular reasoning and trying to define God into existence rather than point to him with evidence. So um, why, why don't we just jump right in? That'll be my conclusion. Thank you very much. Snake was right. We will not. Uh, are you done, James? Okay, you just dropped out. Okay, so let me just uh, recap and make clear that you are rejecting my position that uh, the God of the Bible uh, exists, and we know this in virtue of natural and special revelation. The natural revelation consists that all facts collectively and individually indicate God. Uh, we know that, uh, that the seen indicates the unseen, and uh, that will be eternal. And the eternal will have to be personal, otherwise we couldn't be personal. So that would be um, the basic issue that the uh, natural world reveals God. Um, what does that mean, that? eternal will have to be personal? Well, I'm sure you believe that there are certain uh, phenomenon that you do see indicates things that are unseen, like uh, Wi-Fi or radio waves, right? You accept that? Unseen by our naked eyes. Are there unseen sure. things that we cannot see that are indicated by the things that we do see? Do you mean unseen as in naked human eyes or not our, detectable? I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about our eyes, that there are things that we cannot see with our eyes that we infer or extrapolate that are there by what is seen. No, we don't have to infer or extrapolate that wind or Wi-Fi exists. Okay. You, but do you, sure. you, you, you don't infer Wi-Fi? No. Oh, so you don't make any scientific inferences that there's an uh, invisible wavelengths? No, I can actually test it. No, testing would involve an inferential process. Science is largely inferential and in, involve, <coughs> excuse me, involves extrapolation. You are aware that science is almost largely inferential. Mm, not really. No, science is inferential. Okay, because if you cannot see it, if you cannot touch taste it, smell it, feel an it. An observation anything. isn't an inference. Sorry. And observation, all observations are inherently theory laden. Do you deny that? Inherently theory laden. Yes. Explain you're, that. You're, confu you're confusing sense datum, okay, sensory experience with a cognitive, almost immediate conclusion from sense datum. 
So I don't want to belabor the point on this. So you reject the notion that all facts individually and collectively necessitate referencing God as the unifying first principle. Is that correct? Of course. Okay. And you reject also that the Christian scriptures as a complete package, as a complete system. Absolutely. Detailing, okay. Detailing God's property and attribute set. Each yeah, I of think which that's... Is main, may I finish, please? Okay, so the Bible details God's basic property set, such as that he is He is eternal, he is absolute, he is ultimate, he is omniscient, omnipotent, always truth revealing, and he has a sovereign plan. All of which you reject that those are prerequisites for human intelligibility and that they have not been um, uh, provided to us by God in a self-attesting manner. So you reject that. Yeah, you have yet to show any reason why I should believe that. Okay. Have you read the Bible? Yeah, I've read the entire Bible more okay. than once. So I, okay, so I, can I okay. finish? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible is possibly the single worst reference for any of the thing that you're talking about. Okay. Did you use your reason to come to that conclusion? Yes. Okay. And what is it that metaphysically, from a unifying first principle, that would ground any possibility or impossibility, such as your capacity to reason? Are you asking what grounds reason? No, I'm asking you, what is the unifying first principle? What is metaphysically primary in existence that prescribes all possibility, which would entail reason? Since it is not God. Why is it God? Okay. Um, Why is it God? Already, That's your burden uh, of proof. I've, I've, you have I've to already, prove I've that already, it's God. I've already explained no, you haven't. that. I, not even slightly. Okay. I have You've already just presented it. to you. You've just, hold on. I'm not done. You've merely asserted it. You have not explained why God is the grounding of it. You just Actually, said he I, is. Are you done? Yes. Okay. Actually, I did explain it, but you uh, rejected the ev- ev- excuse me the evidentiary and rational justification. You have you have rejected that. Now, what I'm asking you, I didn't you hear is, any evidence. I, okay. Well, actually, I did present it to you. No, you didn't. Okay? Okay, I explained to you that all of the natural world, both individual and collective facts. Um, indicate that there is an eternal, unseen, metaphysical primary. Yeah, okay? that's just an assertion. Do, do, which, do you, facts, do you, which facts? You, which facts? Which facts? Okay, I would appreciate you stop over talking me. Which facts? I would appreciate you stop. I would appreciate you stop. I would appreciate. I would appreciate you stop over talking me. No, I would appreciate. I would appreciate you stop over talking me. I've been doing my best not to over talk. No, you haven't. It's challenging where it's if a snake has a question on like what one of the terms you're using is like, it's, I think it's probably good to jump in like somewhat. Well, I'm not being long winded and I would appreciate you not cutting me off. You're being very long winded. What evidence are you talking about? No, I'm not. Okay. Every time I try to, every time I try to get a couple of sentences out, here we go again. What evidence? Okay. Okay. I'm trying to speak to you and you keep cutting me off. What evidence? I have have presented to you. One second. Let's sure. let's let Darth go for a second, and then yeah. we'll come back. I promise, Taylor, and we'll hear your question. But we'll uh, let him try to finish maybe like a few sentences for you to ask questions about. Go ahead, Darth. Now, what I what I have what I have presented is the individual and collective facts in the world all necessarily indicate 
um, the eternal, and that the eternal would have to be personal. Otherwise, I couldn't be personal. Otherwise, you would be making an implicit counter argument that the impersonal ultimacy begets the personal, which we can momentarily discuss. You have rejected that. You have rejected that the Bible also is a self-attesting witness of God in special revelation, revealing God's uh, necessary property set, grounding intelligibility, not only for all facts, but human knowledge and reason. So what I'm asking you now, since you reject the Christian worldview and the Christian God as the necessary precondition, what is the necessary precondition or metaphysical primary that will provide for any possibility? I asked you what evidence. You said the individual and collective facts indicate that it has to be personal. What facts? You're just asserting okay, that heard, those I've facts. Already, You're just I've saying all the facts that. indicate it. What facts? I've already explained that position. You have rejected it. I have now asked you, since you reject you, that the, the – I'd like to finish, please. You have asserted okay. it. I'd like to finish, please. Now. You have rejected my evidentiary uh, presentation as evidence. You have denied that it is evidence, indicating that God is the ultimacy, the metaphysical primary of existence. So you've gone on record. You've rejected the presentation, which I understand and I accept your position. Um, not that I believe it. My, my question for you is when you invoked concepts of reason, knowledge, and evidence, which would be causal relations between events, uh, that's going to require um, some metaphysical framework or foundational primary. What I would like to know from you is, since you do not accept that the God of the Bible is the metaphysical primary, I want to know what is it that is metaphysically primary that will demarcate and prescribe what is possible and impossible? What is it? I want to get to that, but you keep interrupting me. The reason I reject it is because I have you have merely asserted that all facts indicate your God, and I'm trying to ask you what evidence indicates your God. You're just saying all of it. Did you need me to repeat the question? I have been asking you the same question, and you tried to. You, you tried. I you can I answer. finish? Can I finish? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. What you're ignoring, what you're trying to pawn off and try to change the subject on is I'm pushing you on the reason I reject what you're saying is because you haven't given any specifics. You've merely asserted that all facts indicate your God. So you can't answer that. So you're trying to push it onto me and ask me a question because you can't answer it. Okay. Actually, I did give you an answer. The fact that you did not believe it does not mean that I did not give you an answer. So in turn, I ask you, since you reject the, the presentation, the evidentiary support, and the rational justification for the God of the Bible being metaphysically primary, since you reject that, you have then went on, you have made a number of statements of possibility and impossibility. What I would like to know, since the God of the Bible is not metaphysically primary for those things, I would like to know from you, a base, you said earlier that we shouldn't be making baseless assumptions. You have made a numerous statements of possibility and impossibility. So what I would like to know is what is it that is metaphysically primary that provides and prescribes for all possibility and impossibility? I really want to get to that. That's what I want, what I wanted to have I'd this like conversation an on. And I would like to finish what I'm saying. Uh, but you didn't give an answer, which is why you can't give me the answer again. You've merely asserted that all things. Maybe I missed it. How about you 
How about you tell me just one piece of evidence? Uh, all facts, both individually and collectively, just as I uh, said, temporal temporal facts indicate an Which eternal. Med- okay, I'd like to finish. Which ones all, is what I'm asking? All, you didn't hear facts, me. What we can do all facts. You didn't hear me. Back. Yeah, you we'll keep on back. cutting so, me off. I would appreciate you stop cutting me we'll off. We'll come okay? back. Well, it's it's a uh, totally fine to want to know what those terms are. What we'll do is maybe just give a Darth a few sentences, and then we'll come right back to what those facts are in particular yeah being obnoxious in a conversation does not make for good debate now i have presented to you i have presented to you the evidentiary case for the christian worldview you have personally concluded that it does not constitute evidentiary support and rational justification is that correct What's correct is when I ask what facts indicate it, you literally respond, all facts indicate it. So you can't answer the question, so let's move on. Have you rejected my evidentiary presentation and rational justification for God? There's nothing to reject. You've just merely said all facts indicate it. When I ask you what those facts are, you just say all facts. So you don't have a answer for me. Okay, actually. So we'll move on to my answer. do, do Do you reject the rational justification that I presented. Do you not accept it? There's no, there's no argument there. You just said all okay, facts so you do, indicate. So, so you don't accept what I said. Is that correct? No, I do not okay. accept okay, it. Okay, good, good. Thank you. Now we're going to make progress here. Now, you made a number of assertions about what is, can be, and cannot be. Okay? What I'd like to know from you, since you categorically do not accept that the God of the Bible is metaphysically and ontologically primary. Uh, I would like to know when you make assertions of possibility and impossibility in your worldview, what is it that is metaphysically primary or ontologically primary that prescribes any and all possibility? You say it's God, even though you can't give me even a single reason why it's God. Um, You can't actually explain how God is necessary for the any of these things my answer is the law of non-contradiction something cannot exist and not exist at the same time in the same place in the same way um and from that or along with that we can include the law of excluded middle that something is either true or it's not true and the law of identity that which is is and so what i base everything on is nothingness cannot be at any time there at no point was there nothing why are you interrupting me because i'd like Um, to know how you know that no what how do you know that nothingness cannot be well you interrupted me i was getting to it okay perhaps you could allow me to finish um nothingness cannot be and at the same time produce something otherwise then it would then it's something something exists therefore nothingness never existed if that makes any sense nothingness is totally logically incoherent what is it me- that is metaphysically primary that prescribes all those possibilities and impossibilities that you have stated? Uh, the law of non-contradiction? Is the something law of non- is what is it, it is. is. Is the law of non-contradiction um, something that is concrete or abstract? It's obviously concrete. Okay. Uh, w- can you give me what is the first property of that that is concrete, that is metaphysically primary? What is its concrete property? That which is, is. No, I'm asking you what is metaphysically primary, okay? Hold on a second. 
All you're simply telling me the law, the laws of logic, which we can discuss momentarily, simply describe how anything that is extant is. It doesn't tell me why it is. I want to know what it is that is primary and why it exists ontologically, not which that, that it cannot exist in a state where it cannot equal uh, its negation. What is it that is metaphysically primary? Okay, the ground of all being that prescribes why anything at all exists. The laws of not contradiction does not explain why people, excuse me, why things ontologically exist. So the question is, no, it doesn't. All it simply describes that what is cannot equal its its negation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell you why it is. Does the law of of non-contradiction explain why things exist ontologically? Yeah. How? Because there is something. Therefore, nothingness why, is why does not something possible. Exist? Nothingness is not possible. Therefore, the only other possibility is okay. something. No. When you say nothingness is not possible, you're talking about a possibility. I want to know ontologically what is primary that why anything at all exists. Telling me the law of excluded middle, excuse me, the law of non-contradiction does not tell me why something ontologically exists. It simply states that whatever does exist, it cannot equal its negation. It doesn't tell me why it ontologically exists. So I'd like to know what is it that is ontologically primary that prescribes why anything is possible? Um, Does the law of non-contradiction um, is it possible for me to, uh, does the law of non-contradiction, does it prescribe whether I can jump to the moon right now? Yeah. No, does it prescribe why I can do that? You can't. Do, no. Does the law of non-contradiction saying A cannot equal not A, does it prescribe why I can or cannot jump to the moon? Sure. How? Because it describes the behaviors of all things. Now, how does it describe why I can or cannot jump to the moon? All it's saying is A cannot equal not A. Mm-hmm. So how does, the law like, non, how does the law of non-contradiction prescribe what I can and cannot do other than I, it cannot equal its negation? Because what you are is limited by what it is. And what you are is something that cannot jump to the moon. It's like binary. Why, why, you can why get, can't I you jump can get to the moon? ones and zeros, which is either on or off. And that the combination of just that binary code can create all of the different things that we're doing right that now. That is a non-answer to what I just said. I'm shocked that you even said that. Just to be sure that the law- we get to hear the re- I don't know if he was done yet. Uh, Taylor, okay. was that the rest? Was that all you had to say or were you still going? No, but he can go. The law of non-contradiction is just as simply the position that um, whatever is, it can't equal its negation. It doesn't tell me what prohibits what's possible and impossible with respect to it cannot equal its negation. Now, what I'd like to know is, what is it that is metaphysically primary that prescribes any and all possibility other than an entity cannot equal its negation? Are there other possibilities and impossibilities other than an entity uh, equaling its negation or not equaling its negation, are there any other possibilities? I'm not sure what you're not understanding about this. Just saying ontologically doesn't make it more or less 
uh, coherent. We know, for example, that God cannot do this because God is subject to those very same laws and he cannot break them. Therefore, he is subject what, what, to what? them. Are, are, there, are there laws that are metaphysically primary? Yeah, we've been over them. Okay. Well, you, stating the laws of logic would be universals. Do you know? Okay. The, how do you know any universals exist? Well, anything else is incoherent. I'm still waiting. How do you know that there are universals? Because the opposite is incoherent. Yeah, that's just definitional. How do you how do you know that using. how do you how do you know that anything is universal? How do you know? I'm waiting for an answer. I already answered you. I'd like an answer to my question. I you already answered you. How do you are, know? Uh, you are you. How how do I know through the revelation of God? But you reject that. That's now, not a re that's not a way to know anything. I, some I'd guy like to told know, me. Some some guy told me, or I had a vision, is not a way of knowing anything. Okay. What is what is ontologically the foundation of why there can be reason? Um, because of the because it works. The laws of logic work. Well, the law uh, the laws of logic are abstractions. Do you, do you mean the way the world works in terms of the causal principle? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that. But we know that uh, God you, is no. You said God that work. is subject to uh, all of those things that we're talking about. Uh, so we know that God is contingent. Upon so what? Earth. What is it that is ultimate then? Uh, I would say I would describe it as logic. Obviously, logic as we know it is what just is, a language. Is logic, to describe is logic how it abstract works. or is logic abstract is, uh, or concrete? Are you interrupting me right now? No, yes I'd or like no? to know if it's concrete or are, abstract. Where, did you just interrupt me? Yes or no? That's a qualifying question. Hmm. You seem to be so since you interrupted me since you interrupted while I was speaking I didn't hear what you asked yeah is is logic that which is ultimate sure I would say okay. so okay okay is it is it concrete or abstract uh both okay uh well actually it has to be one or the other nope can you tell me can you tell me what the the concrete properties are of what is ultimate what do you mean by concrete though it's you, are, are it you is not a, are, are, aren't you are, are okay if it's immaterial then it's okay listen. i said is in okay. material in okay. i n okay i want to know it is also able to be abstracted by minds i want to so know what it is what it is is the reason why anything at all exists why why does the moon exist the moon because yeah. a why rock does the hit sun? the earth Okay. No, I'm talking about foundationally and in a metaphysically primary way. Why, why does anything exist? Why, why does okay? Do you do you believe you believe in matter and energy, causality, and laws of nature? Why do those things exist? Are they eternal or are they temporal? Uh, whatever is creating them is eternal. I would like to know what is it that that is metaphysically primary that instantiated matter, energy, causality, and laws of nature. The brute fact that nothingness is logically incoherent, so okay. it cannot exist. So the alternative must exist. Do you know what a brute fact is? Mm -hmm. What? It's just something that is true. Is it something? It's something that's true that does not actually have an explanation. It just is. Um, sure. Okay, so do you accept that what is ultimate is simply an array of brute facts? Mm, 
maybe. Well, you need to tell me what it is. If you're going, if you're going, well, if you're going, if you're going to deny that the God of the Bible and his property set are not grounds for reason and human intelligibility, I want to know what is metaphysically primary and, and ultimate. Okay. So what is it that is ultimate? Is it an array of brute facts? Uh, it is the facts that nothingness is logically incoherent. I don't even know what that means. Is I've what explained is ultimate, it to you many times. Is what is ultimate one or the many? Uh, it could be one. It could be many. I know it's not a mind. No, what I'd like to know, is it is it one thing or is it many? I don't know. So you, so you don't know what's ultimate then? Uh, I know it's not a god. Do you know what is ultimate? Uh, I we know parts of it, sure. What is it that is ultimate? Is it one concrete thing, or is it an ab- is it a, a one one thing abstractly, which is a concrete many? Mm, personally, I understand it more as uh, one thing. Um, is it a concrete thing? One. Yeah. Sure. Okay. What what is what is the fundamental ontological property of the one? That it exists. That something must exist. Existence is not a predicate. That's a big mistake in philosophy. I want to know what it is why? that is on I want why? Because existence is not a predicate. It's not a property. Now, what I'd like to know from you is, since you reject, since you can you believe that you can reason, you can be coherent without the God of the Bible. All right. I want to know what it is that is ontologically primary that prescribes any and all possibility. You told me it was a concrete one, but it is not a concrete many. Is that correct? From my, the way I understand it. Okay. It could good. be then, there's three laws of thought. They, it could be no, three. I don't want to know what could I be. Understand I don't want to know what could be. That the other two come from the one, which is the law of non-contradiction. No, I don't. You see, you're very confused here. I don't want to know what you say it could be. I want to know what it is in your worldview that grounds the statements of possibility. Remember earlier you said we cannot make baseless assumptions. So I want to know foundationally and ontologically, what is it that is the the fundamental reason why anything at all exists? The laws of logic do not explain why things exist. They simply explain that the things that do exist they equal themselves in a time index and they cannot equal their negation, but it does not explain why entities ontologically exist. I want to know what is it that is metaphysically primary since you, since you reject that it is God. I want to know what it is that is ontologically primary. You said it's concrete and I want to know what it is, because if you don't tell me what that is, you're not going to have grounds for reason or intel- intelligibility. The laws of logic explain why nothingness is incoherent, and that explains why things do exist. No, we've already covered now, this. Now, I want to ask some questions. Is that fair? Uh, you can ask questions of me, but you have not answered my questions. You're I have very, absolutely you're, no, you're, no, no, you have not. I want to know what is concretely, metaphysically um, primary. The laws of logic do not uh, explain why anything at all actually exists. It's simply a description that for whatever does exist, it cannot equal its negation and it equals itself in a time index. But it doesn't explain ontologically 
why something exists. So I want to know what is it that is ultimate, since it's not God, since it will be the foundation of your ability to reason and to predicate. I want to know concretely what is it that is metaphysically primary. You keep repeating the question, even though I've answered it. So follow along. No, you, ha- very, no, you haven't. You haven't. So, answered fo- it. so follow along very carefully. The laws of logic explain why nothingness is incoherent. One. No, they no, they do not. And the fact that nothingness is incoherent explains why things exist. The laws of logic I, do explain why nothingness is incoherent. That, explain to me how does how does the law how does the law of identity explain why anything at all does exist? Because nothingness is incoherent. How how is that incoherent? Because something exists and something okay. cannot come from nothing. That does yeah, yeah. You're, you're, listen, listen, you are extremely confused. All right. And I'm not trying to tell be me, insulting. tell me, tell me where I'm wrong. How can um, something come from nothing? You, because you're tell giving me. what you're doing tell is me. I'm gonna, I'm not asserting that. What I'm saying to you is you keep on pulling from your script by appealing to the laws of logic. The laws of logic do not um, state what is ontologically primary. It's simply a characterization about how anything at all exists, be it eternal or temporal, whatever distinct entity that they, that it equals itself in a time index and it cannot equal its negation. It is not a statement of why something ontologically exists. Now, what is it that is ontologically primary that is prescribes how anything is possible and why anything at all ontologically exists? What is that ontological primary? And please don't say the laws of logic because we've gone over this. The already. laws of logic. Okay, so we that, agree that, does, that something that cannot that doesn't come answer from nothing. the question. Can we agree that something cannot come from nothing? Uh, I can agree with you because your worldview doesn't have a foundation. Neither does yours, and you can't okay. explain why. Okay. And you're so unwilling you, to answer any questions or let me finish my oh, questions. Oh, I'll be glad to answer your questions, but uh, are you admitting so that your worldview doesn't have a foundation? Of course it has a foundation. Yours what doesn't. Is it? What, good. What is your ontological, metaphysical primary foundation? So can we agree that something cannot come from nothing? I asked you a question. What is it that is metaphysically primary? I asked you primary? a question and you dodged it. I'm not can dodging questions. Can we agree questions? that something cannot come I from will nothing? Await, I will await your answer to the question. Giving me the answer, the laws of logic are you're not You're going to be waiting for a long time then because well, you're well, avoiding my question. I'm not avoiding. I'll be glad to answer a long list of your questions. I want to know it is what is it that is metaphysically primary and the reason why anything exists, not the state that they exist in where they cannot equal their negation. I'm asking you why does anything metaphysically or ontologically exist, okay? And that will be what is ultimate. So what is it concretely that is ultimate? The laws of logic explain we've already, why nothing we've, or, we've already been over this again. The laws of logic, the law of identity oh, doesn't so explain. Does the law of identity, does the law of identity explain? Why can't you I will speak? speak. You will speak. <laughs> okay. Does the law one of identity second. explain? You're getting a little, you're getting a little the heated. Of identity, yeah, one because second. you're being rude and obnoxious. You're getting, you're getting a little okay. heated there, Cupcake. So yeah, especially when you're a rude, obnoxious person. Just where we are. You're the one interrupting. Just to be yeah, sure we know yeah. where we are. Why don't you give me All an right. adult answer? I, uh, come on now. I, uh, so I can't remember who asked the original question last. Yeah. So I asked, I what, think- is, what is it that is ontologically <laughs> not, primary? No, 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 I was, saying, I was saying I don't remember who it was that asked it first. 
So what we can do is I do know, Darth, there, there, you have asked a lot of questions, which is great. There's nothing wrong I haven't had my question answered. But uh, what we'll do is we'll give the snake a chance to ask a question. So, is, well, here's a clarification. If the laws of logic are what is metaphysically primary and eternal, does that mean all entities are eternal, snake? Nope. Well, then that, then that means that the laws of logic cannot be metaphysically primary because some of the things that are represented as the laws of logic are temporal. So you can't answer anymore the laws of logic. What is it that is met metaphysically primary that is the ground of why things exist? Okay. So I'm rude, but when the moderator is literally telling you to allow me to ask a question, you just jump in and start asking your I'll questions. I'll be glad again. to answer your questions. I want an answer no, you to my won't. question. No, you won't. You're just going to keep repeating your question like the aggressive That's because you, you haven't answered it. Yes, I have. You don't like the answer. The That's laws the of logic, do the, are, do the laws of logic cover all entities? So wait a minute. I don't think, so I had said that we'd go to Snake for his question. So I, I think that, I don't know if that was actually asked. So Snake, if you, that, did you get to ask that question? I, you know, I'll be glad no. to answer a series of questions. I wait, want my question answered. Wait, the you, laws of logic cannot be ontologically so we're primary. Gonna give, we're going to give Snake a chance to ask a yeah. question. Yeah, give him a get out of jail card free, okay? <laughs> Listen. Or get out of jail free card. Listen to this. Okay, go ahead, Snake. Um, I mean, I have so many questions, uh, but I would start with, yeah, you're not going to we... get any answers oh, to my wow. questions until wow. you answer mine. Wow. I'm not going to answer <laughs> any of your Duncan. question until you answer my question. Duncan, wait, we've Duncan, it's fair. Like you've asked a lot of questions. No, but... it's not fair. He hasn't answered the question. <laughs> the laws of lo the laws of logic, by definition, cannot be ontological primary. Duncan, we're just going to give him a chance to ask a question. Because if they're un if, if they're universal, off, though, then everything is ontologically primary. Duncan, you're. I appreciate. Is everything your time. ontologically <laughs> primary, Snake? Duncan. No, it's not See, how this, this works. You, uh, he should, he should call it... himself Snake as the Dodger. Okay, so we're going to give him a chance to ask his question, but without being interrupted. So we'll Yeah, I thought you were going to get me a serious interlocutor, James. Oh, here we go. Okay. Go yeah, ahead. here we go. Okay, so we just have to just only answer your questions, and if you don't like that, then you just keep answering no, asking I don't the like same question. You, you wow. keep on dodging and evading um, my question. Oh, man. That's what I don't like. And I'm going to confront you to your face in front of the YouTube audience. And uh, so we established in the first couple of minutes that you couldn't answer any of, of the questions. You kept dodging. What evidence? You couldn't even give a single piece of evidence. And now you're. So is that a question little, or, or is that I a recapitulation? I think you're a little bit triggered by the fact that I exposed that right in the first. No, you few haven't minutes. exposed anything. You're so just now you're trying to push it back on me and you're not allowing me to ask okay. any follow up questions or you just want it to be a one-sided thing. So, all right. How about every every question you ask me, I'll say the laws of logic, the laws of logic, the laws of logic. How would you like that? I didn't merely answer with the laws of logic. I explained yeah, what did. the laws of logic explain, why well, nothing is incoherent, did, well, and why things don't exist. I don't merely you, state the laws of logic. Me, like where do you like get these you universals state, from? Like you merely state God explains it, but you won't explain how God explains any of it. Actually, I did explain it. You just you don't accept it. You merely asserted it. Okay. And you merely asserted that there are universals. How so did you determine? We, how did you determine there are universals? Explain that to the YouTube audience. 
let's walk through this together. How did you determine there are universals? Can, can we agree that something cannot come from nothing? Um, in my, in my worldview, um, God is the grounds of all possibility and demarc demarcates impossibility. There is no realm where there is an impersonal absolute, unless you want to argue for it. Do you want to argue for an impersonal absolute as a grounding? That's, that's not what I asked, is it? Can we agree I, I, that something cannot come from nothing? I, we, I cannot agree because we have two different worldviews. So any I don't have a worldview. Actually, I just have do. observations. No, I don't. No, that okay. Okay, wow. Okay. Obser obs are observations grounded ontologically? Sure. Can we agree that okay. something cannot come grounded? from nothing? Okay. Um, Not I, a god. I, a no, god cannot only, ground it because you haven't explained how a god grounds okay, any of it. Okay. You if just a, said, if a god, if a god in my ground belief, it, it grounds it. Wow. Well, that's not good enough. Yeah, James, you're so going to have to screen my interlocutors better the next time. This is terrible. This is as bad as the last couple of guys. Okay. Okay, Cupcake. So can we agree that something yeah. cannot come from nothing? Okay. Um, nothing cannot exist because God is a necessary being. Anything that, that does exist. Okay. Well, in your worldview, how 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 are there um, how are there inferences in your not God worldview if it does not follow? Because being is necessary. How do you know anything is necessary? That? How do you know anything is necessary? Because it has to be. Because otherwise, it's incoherent. Otherwise, it, it just becomes a soup of incoherent then, then all nonsense. you're simply saying is. Okay, well then, how do you know the world? If is nothing is necessary, thing? then things can't behave in ways. They would just be completely no. random. Can you tell me what is it that is ontologically and metaphysically necessary? What is it? Existence. That existence is not a predicate. I've already explained that to you. That doesn't explain anything. Okay, I, I, something you, must you, exist. You, listen, listen, listen to me. Um, how, how, how do you know that? Because something exists. Okay, so what you're saying is, therefore, there can't be contradictions? Humans can make contradictions. But no, I said, can there, there be contradictions can, in the laws of physics? Why can't there be any contradictions? In the laws of physics? You keep on saying can't. What is it that is ultimately that prevents anything from not being? What is it that is ontologically primary that prescribes what can and cannot be? Whatever it is, that's what's controlling God's behavior. Could you exists. tell? Could you tell me what it so, is that is on? What is it that is ontologically primary that makes whatever is uh, what establishes what's necessary? You said something is necessary. Well, the only necessary thing will be what is ontologically primary. What is that? I've already explained this. Whatever is create. Whatever makes logic work. So no, logic. God's logic doesn't. Logic doesn't work. Logic is an abstraction. Logic are is abstractions. Things now, when you behave, say when you things okay, behave according okay. to rules. So okay, so there are including your God. Okay, so you believe that there are causal relations. Yes. Okay, what is it that what is it that institutes causal relations between events? Uh, cause and effect. The fact <laughs> that's how things work. No, you're just uh, repeating. The, the you're repeating the same claim. What is it? Listen carefully. You're not allowing me to finish. Okay. No, you're not understanding. You repeated the same answer. Now, 
What is yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, that, I'm letting the carefully. thought get I'll, out of my I'll be brief. Mouth. I will be brief. Listen just, to the question because you you're not understanding. I will, be brief. I will be brief. I will be brief. Okay, you didn't understand it. the question. Hold on now, a second. What I want, what, what I want was, to know. What was the question? Yeah, James, listen, you know, you keep on inviting me here and you get these little obnoxious little, little punks. All right. I mean, this, this is Duncan, getting irritating. You're, you're, okay. You're name calling. It's like, it's not. Okay. A big yeah, deal. I am name calling because it's a very good observation. I'd like to get my question out. Who's He's obviously obnoxious? not understanding the question. But now, you wouldn't you let said me it's the way things it. were. You didn't understand the question because you repeated the same statement. Now, let me get my question. You wouldn't out. let me answer it. What is it that instantiates? and sustains causal relations and connections metaphysically and ontologically. May I have a question? I'd like an answer to that question. After you answer that and give me I've a clear, done honest nothing, answer. I've done nothing but answer your obnoxious questions this whole time. No, you told me something was necessary, okay? Then mm -hmm. you said it works. I want to know, I, I want, okay, listen. When can yeah, I get Jay, my Listen to me, dude, dude, listen to me. If you, I'm not going to give up with your obnoxious little tactics. I asked you a question. You want to ask me a series of questions? We, I'll answer it. We, we do have I want to wait, know what is it? What is it that instantiates <laughs> okay, the causal so principle? Duncan, please work with me here. I don't want to. I hate muting people. Yeah, well then speak. Speak okay, to so Snake here. We, ask oh, him to work with you too. There's limited okay? time. You always go soft. You can laugh all you want, James. You always go soft on these obnoxious atheists. No, no, no. Every single time. Okay, don't yeah, you on. are. I'm going to mute you. Don't do this. Come on. I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> okay, At this point, I'm very frustrated okay. that just you are have a, have a okay. double standard. I don't have a double standard. It's yeah, you fair, do. It's fair for him to want to ask questions, isn't it? Wow. You know, James, I'm really getting irritated <laughs> with you. I want to know what instantiates Duncan, the causal okay, principle, so sorry, Snake. Deuce. Okay, Duncan. I hope you don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. I, I muted you, Duncan. It's just that. Give me one second. It's isn't it fair that the snake would get to ask some questions as well? Like, yeah, I've I've been answering his questions. Okay. Then he makes his assertions, I think, and I ask him. I want to know no. where he gets his Hold assertions from. He said something's I necessary. <laughs> I, I want to know what know you the simple. <laughs> I'm sorry for muting you again, but um... <laughs> it's <laughs> it's only yeah, that... James. You're James. You're giggling like a little schoolgirl. I can't help it. It's the way I giggle. Okay, Duncan. It's just that there have been. I think you've maybe asked a number more. A, a number of that. Yeah, I've only asked questions. a couple of questions that he just he won't answer. We, but I want him to have the chance to ask questions too. I think that's fair. And he's been, I, you have to give him credit. He's been persistent in like pushing for yeah, that. Yeah, he's been persistently obnoxious. No, <laughs> it's not what I was thinking. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> why don't we do just a, a couple yeah. of questions, like a, a question series? Good. Then we'll go back to this question that he refuses and dodges answer. Go ahead. I'll give you three questions. And then you're going to answer my question about your assertion about what's necessary. Go ahead. I'm going to have a lot more than three. Um, so I don't know everything. Uh, your tactic seems to be just relentless onslaughts of questions. Um, 
So some of your questions I would like to actually explore with you, but your tactic seems to just preach, do preach, you have a preach, preach, for preach. Me? <laughs> do you have a question for me? Or do you want to lecture there. me? It's fair Getting there. I'd like Getting a question there. instead of giving me your little monologue. Getting there. So I would prefer people who I can actually converse these things with. Do so. you have a question for me? Let's... He's just let him James, James, up. listen to me. You're being a terrible moderator, and I'm really getting irritated get with you. From everybody, so thanks. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's right. It's, it decides, you Snake, know, do you have a question for gotta, me? We've got to give him a chance to give the oh, like the setup. No, it's not a setup. He's monologuing. I want the question. <laughs> so your last question. What was your last question, real quick? My question was: You stated, "Well, this is how." The things that are necessary, how things work. And I ask you, uh, what instantiated and sustains the causal principle so that the concept of things working and being necessary is an intelligible one? What is it that instantiates the causal principle so that inference, so inferences are an mm. intelligible concept? Because if you don't tell mm. me what instantiates um, the causal principle, you have no grounds for inferences. Mm -hmm. So I would like to explore those uh, concepts with you and ask some questions about your Do you have an answer to my question? Because we can expose how weak the answer of God is and how God's behavior is, in fact, uh, dependent upon these causal principles. So you asked, how do we know what instantiates causal principles so things can work intelligibly? And I want to know, how does your God do that? Okay. God is a necessary eternal being. He is the ground of all being. He is he's eternal without without being. He is the um, unifying first principle that instantiates all possibility and impossibility. How? He is a necessary entity. How does God just instantiate things just because he How did it by the by the power of his will? That doesn't answer anything. That doesn't make sense. It does answer. answer it. No, actually, it does because by so the God, has, God has. I, I'm, do you want an answer or not? Did you want to speak for me? I started speaking. Or are you just going to continue to be obnoxious like you have the whole time? I started speaking and then allowed you to speak because sometimes no. people start speaking at the yeah. same time. God simply wills. Works. God simply wills and things happen. Do you will things and things happen? Nope. So, so when things happen, when you eat, it's not because you will it. Uh, I can't just will some food in front of me and then it happens. I did. I didn't say that. I said that's do what you, I was answering. Though. Do, okay. Okay. Well, you can't do that, but that's not a logical defeater that God can't do it. Now, what I want to know from you is you are drawing inferences. Your whole line of reasoning in response to me is a line of inferences. Now, you told me that inferences were viable and intelligible. Okay, in virtue of the causal principle, what is it that instantiates the causal principle and sustains it? So I didn't hear any logical uh, response at all. I will repeat the God question. Is, I God will repeat the question until you answer it. God, I'm, yeah, that's what I'm doing because you haven't answered my question. You said God is eternal without being and therefore things make sense, but I'm not, I don't see any. Uh, any logical conclusion there? Where's the syllogism? Where, where's the logic? 
Uh, How does that fall? I I didn't give you a syllogism. I simply described for you. I just described to you, okay, what the nature of God was. Now, what I'd like to know from you is you, in all of your responses to me, in all of your rejections, you are, you are using inferences. You're using inference rules. You say that's the way things work. Now, in your worldview, is there something that ontologically or metaphysically instantiates the causal principle so that you can reason? So that I can reason or that so things work? Do you, do you reason? Because you're changing vir- your question there. Do you reason in virtue of the causal principle? Uh, sure. Good. What is it that instantiates and sustains the causal principle? Uh, the fact that things have to make sense. No, that's an abstraction. What is it that concretely instantiates the causal principle so that you can that's reason not about an anything? Yeah, well, yet it was an abstraction. What no, is it? Not. Yeah, it's dude, not you're tra- listen, you're, it's you're, not you're a train wreck. You don't understand. Hold on. It's not You're just being abstract. argumentative at this point. It's not abstract that uh, chemicals behave in certain ways. That is concrete. Okay. How, how, do you, how do you, are there laws of nature? Yeah. What instantiates that the, the causal principle so that there can be laws of nature? What instantiates the causal principle so that there can be laws of nature? The fact that something can only be what it is or else it's not what it is. That that doesn't that does not explain to me yes, how it, it instantiates the causal principle. Yeah, if something is what it is, then it does what it does. Okay. No, you're not. You're not and understanding. So God, I'm do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what instantiate means? Okay, is the yeah. causal principle eternal? Uh, probably not. Well, then something needs to instantiate it. What instantiated the causal principle and what sustains it? How does God do that? You haven't like answered an answer. that I'd at like all. It. I'd like an answer to the question. You're claiming that you can reason We've gone without round God. Round and round on that. You claimed that you can reason without God. That and God is illogical. Listen, I'd like to finish instead of you over talking me for the umpteen time. Now, you claim <laughs> to be able to reason without God. That your reason is derived from the causal principle. You have said that the causal principle is not eternal. No, I have. What is well, it? What is it that instantiates and sustains the causal principle so that you can reason about anything, including God? You would need to explain that too. I'd like an answer to my question. I'd like an answer to my question. So the way that I figure that out is I actually assume that there's a God. Okay. Do what is it that instantiates? You said earlier, I took notes over me in your opening statement. In your opening statement, you said that we cannot make baseless assumptions. Are you making a baseless assumption about the causal principle? Nope. Okay, what is it that instantiates the causal principle if the causal principle is not eternal? We're going to so give to explore, Snake a chance to respond, and then we'll give yeah. Snake a chance to ask a question yeah. in return, and then we'll go into Well, I haven't had my questions well, being answered. Well, All I'm I'm getting I'm getting is filibustering. I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any answers to my questions, but dodging and evading. Here's the question. What is it that instantiates the causal principle? You can laugh all you want, but maybe if you moderated and asked them to answer the question, we wouldn't have this problem. Like, I, all I said, why, how is this unfair? 
<laughs> I'm waiting for an answer to my question. Oh, what is it that instantiates the causal so, principle? But we're on the same page, right? So, like, we'll, Duncan, we're going to let you ask a question. Then uh, Taylor will ask a question. And then we'll, we'll, uh, does that make sense, right? Because I think Taylor was trying to respond to the last question you asked, though. And no, you, he's not. What do you, what do you, you have, are you having problems with your headset? He's been entirely <laughs> evasive, James. You can you give the like light you my want. Answer. No, I didn't get an answer. What my is it answer that, breaks what is your it that, script, so you what don't is like it. That it you know, all you're giving me is uh, all you're giving me is evasive rhetoric. I want to know metaphysically what is it that instantiates and sustains the causal principle. You said the causal principle is not eternal. What is it that instantiates the causal principle? Uh, as far as we can tell, that just seems to be a brute fact, and so, so I would nothing, like to explore that. Nothing. I would like to explore that from the okay. perspective of assuming that a God exists. Okay. How does so, a God, how is a on, God necessary? I need, I, need I need clarification here. So the causal principle in your view, okay, that is, the, is it, it forms the foundation of why anything is. Is it Causality? a fact? May I finish, please? I now, need clarification. The causal Causality? principle. The causal principle itself, okay. Is it what is metaphysically primary or does something instantiate it and sustain it? So are you talking about causality? The causal principle that there are causal relations between any two events whatsoever. You stated mm. that the causal principle is not eternal. You reject the notion that it is God who instantiates the causal principle. I want to know what is it that is metaphysically primary that insta instantiates and sustains causal sequencing. The fact that something cannot be what it isn't. How many that times just, do I have to? All that, what aren't you all understanding that, all that about is, this? is a statement. Okay. It, it's we just give is. Him, we give him a chance when you when you say him, when you when you assert the law of identity, <laughs> all you're simply saying is the causal principle. Okay. So sorry to do this, Darth. But we gave Snake a chance to. Yeah, and again for the umpteenth time, he's a, he's evaded. How are you, he's a, you, Darth? How are you finding out how to unmute yourself? Okay, so basically, we're gonna give Snake a chance to to ask a question now. So, if Snake, if you want to ask a question, the floor is all yours. Yeah. Uh. So to answer your question, we can observe that that it happens. We can calculate that it happens, and uh, the fact that the way things work, the way what things are, they can interact with each other, and their interactions cause different states of being. And That's so, not an answer to my question. I would like to know. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. No, it is, is. not. All well, you're just stating what is. You're not telling me what instantiates let's it. Give, it's let's not give what a you to ask his question. So, snake. Wow. I mean, are you next. this obtuse? It's that doesn't not... tell me what instantiates it. <laughs> it breaks your script, so you're freaking no, out a little a bit. No, it's not a script. No, it's not a script. It is. I'm I've irritated. heard this script a thousand I'm, times I'm in all of your I'm irritated debates. because you're obnoxious, you're rude, Wait, and you're, you're evasive. Duncan, I want to know so what it, I want to know Duncan, what instantiates the causal <laughs> principle. We, all you're just give, simply telling <laughs> me that it is. It's a brute fact. Like, you have to have. You have to give him a chance to ask a question. So we're going to give a snake a chance. At some point, you're going to have to say it just is what it is. And you say that with God. And when I say is that what you're saying, at some point, you kind of have to, at least from uh, okay. uh, we don't have com we don't have complete Excellent. knowledge. So my approach, as I've been trying to get to, is I actually assume 
that well for that approach i don't assume as course that there is a god but when i'm exploring these concepts how do we know x is this or how do we know that there's a causality how do we know that we're not just hallucinating at all how do we know anything exists well that one's pretty easy to answer but i go so how would how would it work if there was a god everything would still have the same answers if there was a god it something just things have to work the way that they work and god has to work in a certain way because god's nature is limited to a certain way that wouldn't, that and wouldn't so i and i so i am wondering what is limiting god's nature to work in that certain way and that's all i'm talking about and we can explore that together but you can't explore that because you have to assume that god is in charge is uh, above all of that and is not caused by that so you're incapable yeah, of yeah. actually you're, 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 answering actually, the question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a that was absolutely disaster. If you actually studied a little bit theology, you you wouldn't make such a mess. Are you familiar with the concept of uh, immutability so in God's we'll give, nature? Well, we'll give you a chance. Have you ever heard of immutability? We'll I'm answering him. I'm answering him. Wait, wait, Are you familiar with the concept why, of God's wait, immutability just, in just nature? Assume that for the sake of yeah. the audience that he doesn't that he doesn't know what it is. Just explain it for us, and then we'll. No, he doesn't. Do you understand what the immutability of God's yeah, nature is? Yeah, you already asked him. You already said no, so now... Good. We'll Do you have an answer? No, I said yeah. What is it? Immutability of God's nature, as I understand it, would be that God's nature does not change, that it is primary, and that it is fundamental, and it doesn't change. Is that... All right, fine. What is it that is immutable and eternal and ultimate that instantiates anything ontologically? Wait, Telling me another, the laws of this logic. Is just another question. We okay. So we are going to go into Q and A. So thanks yeah. So, much. so yeah. So James, next oh, time, you know what? I, I'm, 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 I may not show up uh, again if you invite me, unless you get me better interlocutors and of people that just are, constantly dodge listen, and evade my questions. Snake is sitting right here. How could you say that? No, he's he's been entirely obnoxious and evasive the entire time, as bad as the last two interlocutors that I've had. The irony. <laughs> so can I ask one more question, if that's OK? Sure. I'll, I'll give you the same answer you gave me. The laws of logic, laws of logic, laws of logic, laws of logic. It just is. It just is. That's not like what I've said at all. That's exactly you may what you have, said. You may have cut me off before I finished my you thought. Didn't, you didn't tell me that the laws of logic are metaphysically primary and and are the ground of all being. So my, so you may have cut me off and you you didn't get my. You didn't answer. say that. So so my question is, along going along with your immutability, uh, can God change his nature? No. Can God can God uh, change? the equation two plus two equals four. God is the source of all possibility and impossibility. Okay. And why so why are things the way they are? Okay, why I, is God's I, nature I, that I'm way? I'm answering you. Do you want an answer? You're not answering. You, you know what? You you are the one of the most obnoxious and rude individuals I've had the displeasure of interacting with. <laughs> all right. Let's okay? see. We're going to go. That's to a compliment now, coming from I'm you, man. I'm, so I'm attempting to answer the. I'm attempting to answer the question. We're, okay. We're going to go to Q Whatever is possible or impossible will be instituted up, and demarcated for God. Two plus two. Let's see. I'm answering right. his question, Duncan, James. You, I'm answering his questions. As, Are as you going to stop me from answering his questions? As long as you don't 
answer it with a yeah, question. James, James, listen, I'm really getting irritated with you. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. have guessed. Now, okay, so. <laughs> two plus two are abstract. Okay, the number two, when we talk about mathematics, mathematics are abstract objects. Are you aware of that, Snake? They're not objects. Okay, they follow snake. rules. Oh, okay, all right, Snake, they, snake let me listen answer, to let me. Let me answer, let me answer. I asked you the question. I'll repeat answer. the question. No. Are you aware? Are you aware? Are you aware that numbers and the relationship to numbers are abstract objects? I said that your answer could not be a question, so we do have to go to the actual Q and A. All right, yeah, James. Unless you can secure for me an interlocutor who's going right, to no, uh, debate with me this. like an this adult, I won't be back you. again, James. All right. Yeah, you can giggle like the Girl Scout all you want. <laughs> Thank you, Mothraje yeah. Disco, for your super chat. They said, congrats, Darth, on getting Corona Big Plus. Oh, come on, Mothra. Darth's a nice guy. Yeah. Hey, James, James, make this fast because I'm I'm irritated not only with this rude, evasive no, little punk. I'm, a, I'm irritated with you as well. I it's good for you. Yeah, you make can, this make this fast. It's better if you point your anger at me. Snake is he's been just he's been Yeah, well, didn't I ask you the last time we talked, I said, get me a serious interlock interlocker I, I, instead of these people who are going Duncan, to be rude, obnoxious, and evasive. Him. You're Do you remember that dumb. conversation, James? I think you said you remember you like, that conversation. You were like, I want to debate. Snake was right, and right now, and I was like, I'll see what I can do. Excuse so, me, I did not right. ask you that. You were the one who contacted me, and you said, "Oh, uh, you, uh, Snake is right. It will be." You were the one who sent him to me. You're just so. Is this? I can't believe. Are you telling real. me that I requested? to debate snake you were like i desperately want to debate snake was right and was where like, did you get that you from <laughs> where did you get that from you I didn't get it. that from any dm from me i made that up okay next up no okay so dollar. you're lying well hold on a second so you're lying to the youtube audience right now james no i, I think was, we broke him i'm giving you crap duncan i'm teasing you okay duncan. yeah and, and and you know you know what this is how what what a crappy performance you're delivering as a host and as a moderator. Ah, jeez, Duncan, I'm I'm sitting right here. Come on. Well, I, I don't appreciate when you lie to me about I, the YouTube audience and then you start giggling you. and saying it's a joke. We'll miss you, Duncan. You. Listen, we love you, Duncan. Everybody loves you here. Next up, thanks for your super chat from Nella Dower, who says Duncan is cringy transphobe. Your tr final form. Yeah, make make this fast before I close out this window, James. Oh, don't I'm really get no to leave. You. Okay. I'm really I'm really irritated with you. No, we're friends. Okay, Steve yeah. Steen, thanks for your super chat. They said Trump 1010 COVID response. Mar oh, there's okay. says that Trump received a James, 10 out of did 10. you when I when hey, I no, asked you James, no, I want to ask you a question. Oh, I want to no, ask you a question. Listen, so no, the whole YouTube audience I hate to mute you. Listen, it's just a question about it's a super chat mentioned. No. <laughs> did you inquire of Snake? Did you tell him that I want Duncan, you're so sassy. Just always have to have all the attention. Stephen Steen said Trump no. Hey James, <laughs> hey James, again, again. Again, you've been a crappy moderator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for wasting. Duncan, why are you so angry? Oh, Duncan! No! Duncan! Are you there, Duncan? We. I think we lost Duncan. Okay. 
<laughs> we broke him. Duncan, man. I'm just... I don't know what to do. Um, Duncan, are you... Is he just hiding? I don't know. Okay, so... I didn't expect that. It, it appears Duncan left. We got no hard feelings for him. We, uh -huh. uh, if you're watching right now, uh, you probably noticed... The pictures scrambled and Duncan disappeared. Duncan, uh, <laughs> quit. But, um, I can't help it. And sometimes it's just funny. So, basically, I hope he's doing well. I have no hard feelings. It was just one super chat about Trump and he just wouldn't let it be read. Uh, so anyway, it's been a fun debate. I don't know if Duncan's ever going to come back, but... I, you know, I tried, you know, you try to keep everybody happy, you know, and that's what you get. But so snake, thanks for hanging out with us. I can ask questions toward you snake. If you can do me a favor, I know that it's hard because Duncan, while he was here was indeed throwing his poop at you. Um, <laughs> so he was saying a lot, he was talking a lot of smack, but mm -hmm. if you can do me a favor, we can ask you questions from the audience that are for you. If you can do me a favor, just because once we got in trouble where, one of the one of the people um who was not here was talked about during that q a and so they were like hey i wasn't even there to defend myself what the heck james and i was like yeah that's, that's actually fair like if you're not here to defend yourself we will try to not talk about the person so if you can resist the temptation to talk about darth um that helps because even though darth was uh some might say he was unfair to you or i tonight we don't uh no reason to like return it. So Tr Steven Steen, thanks for your super chat. Who says Trump had a 10 out of 10 for the coronavirus response, according to Marcus Dresden. Well, Marcus, we, we're glad you approve of Donald Trump. That's good. Well, through J Disco, thanks for your super chat. They said, Darth, you're a, oh, let's see. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That one's like, we wouldn't be able to, uh, some of these, if they're about Duncan, <clears throat> We, we might not actually say it just because we, like I said. Well, can we, if they're like maybe about his arguments? Yeah, I, I think that's fine. Uh, Brandon Ardeline, thanks for your super chat. It says, yep, that's another one. Let's see. Duke Davidson, I see. Um, thanks for your super chat. They said, I know modern day debate takes no positions, but Darth, is objectively he's a you know he's not fair to you after his temper tantrum against this is what the super chat says after his temper tantrum against james last debate how can modern day debate continue to platform platform someone so obviously distant so someone like that um yeah i mean i usually just laugh because i just don't i don't really care uh what you know it doesn't bother me if people are like oh you know you're james you suck you're moderating so bad um and so we have him back because we're kind of like, well, you know, I'm not going to let a personal tiff between me and somebody else, like, stop me from having him on. But I, I get what you mean where it's like, you know, tried to bring some order tonight and Duncan is no longer with us. So stupid whore energy. Thanks for your super chat says, how does Darth deal with violations of cause and effect as shown in the Stern Gerlock experiment? That's a good question. I could try to impersonate duncan and answer it no i'm just kidding i 
<laughs> I've only got a couple impressions, like Nephilim Free and, well, welcome to Dinosaur Adventureland. All right, okay. Well, that's not my wife. That's a picture of her. Okay. <clears throat> but Michael Dresden, let's see. Another troll, Michael. Thanks for your super chat, though. My, John Rapp responds to Michael Dresden saying, you were wrong twice in one comment. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, let's see. Stupid Whore Energy, thanks for your super chat, says, Duncan, does Duncan realize that his God is a brute fact, according to his view. Huh, I don't know. We'll have to ask him that. Maybe he'll come back. The Undead Christian, thanks for your super chat. This one's for you, Snake. They said, yes. you say you believe in evolution, but if evolution is a part of nature, what created nature? If you don't know, why rule out God as a possible answer? Well, my main point is, you, like... I don't rule out God. I, you need to rule in the possibility of God. First of all, it's kind of ruled out by default. Um, what, what creates nature is I think it all stems from the fact that nothingness is impossible. And so something has to exist and that somethingness has to obey the rules of basically, well, it has to avoid uh, contradicting its own behavior basically. Um, and everything else between is basically what's possible. Um, and so I think from that you can get basic matter and the interactions between basic matter creates nature. Gotcha. Thanks for that. Next up, appreciate your super chat from Stupid Whore Energy who says, why is there something rather than James? Is that supposed to mean <laughs> I'm like nothing? How dare you? Stupid Whore Energy also says, James is harassing me in the DMs telling me uh, that are, and I'm telling uh, DMs. I'm telling Nickelback his favorite band. You you should tell Chad Kroger. Uh, we are like on good terms, Chad and I. It wouldn't it be cool? What if we? Because for the channel, like we could try to buy the rights to a song so that we could play it without YouTube coming after us. Should we get a Nickelback song for that? Like as the channel theme song. Let me know your thoughts, folks. John Rapp, thanks for your super chat. They said, there is no necessary metaphysical primary needed. Gotcha. I think that's, uh... yeah, that was for Darth. Let's see. Labzer, thanks for your super chat. They said, Snake, explain how logic denies nothingness. Uh, basically, if nothingness was ever was the state of the universe then we would still be in a state of nothingness because you can't get a something from a nothing because a something must come from something else and it can't just pop out of nowhere for no reason otherwise that means that there is something interacting out there and therefore nothingness is not there so the fact that there is something means that there never was nothing if that make doesn't make grammatical sense but i think I think we know what that means. Gotcha. Thanks so much. Let's see. Appreciate it. Next up. Labzer, thanks for your super chat. Uh, let's see. They said, Darth, why, why is it that Jews and prophets don't believe in the Trinity? I don't know what they mean by prophets. Uh, maybe they mean the Jewish prophets from the Old Testament. I'm not sure. But let's see. Cajun Crustacean, thanks for your super chat. Uh, they asked if someone can get Darth a pacifier to stop his crying. Well, let's see. We we love Darth. Darth, if you're listening, 
Darth. You're listening. I don't know if you're listening right now, but we love you. I didn't think you were crying. I thought you were angry, <laughs> but not crying. Uh, so I'm defending you. Uh, what's up? <clears throat> Thanks for your super chat from Sexy Calzone. Just another throwing poop at Darth. Saigart, thanks for your super chat, who said, Snake, how do you explain the origin of the universe if something cannot come from nothing? Well, something just is what has to have always been. Um, because nothingness is absolute nothingness is just logically incoherent. And so the only other option is that there is something. And that's how I understand it. I don't I don't know of any like specific science that would say that but that is how i understand it and it seems to be true to me um like it would keep me up at night a lot of times where i would be like so why is there anything and not nothing and that basically answered the question for me it's like because there's something about absolute nothingness that just cannot be and so the only other option is that there is something and we still don't really know how to explain that. But, uh, but the way that I I was trying to kind of get at with this debate was, so let's assume for a second, are are, are we online still? Duncan, are you back? Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we still on live? Duncan, we missed you. I I said, are we on still on YouTube? Yes, We're still on air. Okay. Yeah. You are the worst. First moderator. Okay. Lied to me. <laughs> Great. Here we go. Thank you for that, Doug. Yeah, you're a terrible. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that. <laughs> Darth. Oh, man. He's just really. He's relentless. Oh man, that's good. I appreciate the the encouragement, Duncan. Uh, let's see. Go ahead. I think you're answering one yet, Snake. I'll I'll, I'll say you're a pretty good moderator, James. Thank just you. for the record, appreciate. That. Um, uh, what was what I was trying to get at with this debate was, uh, I will actually assume that there is a God in a lot of in a lot of my thought experiments about this, and I'll go, okay, so if God was the the origin of all that is does that make sense and i can't make that make sense even if i assume that there is a god so what makes sense to me is that there is something else that is causing god's existence just assuming that he exists and causing god's nature to assume a certain form and causing god to follow a set of rules and to me whatever is doing that would be possible in a state of nature without a God anyway. And so even if I can't explain every minute detail of it, it's the same under any coherent God model. And so I would, yeah, if that makes any sense. Gotcha. Thanks so much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just laughing. At the... You were the worst moderator ever. <laughs> I can't believe he's more mad at you. I think he is, but you know what? We love you, Darth. You must be listening, Darth. Uh, let's see. Thanks for that. Josiah Hansen, thanks. We got uh, your super chat. <laughs> they said, your brain on presuppositional apologetics. And then the uh, egg in the frying pan emoji. I think a reference to the old uh, public service announcement ads that 
you would see on TV, your, your brain on drugs. Apparently, they're not a fan of pre-stop. Brandon Ardeline, thanks for your super chat. They said, this, ladies and gentlemen, is theism's champion. I don't know if that if that would be agreed upon by everyone, but stupid or energy, thanks for your super chat. Who said EMK? I don't know what that means. What's Taylor? You're young and hip. You know like what this means. What was it? EM as in Marjor Marjorie, and then K as in Coons or uh, I don't know something else other than my last name, um, Kite. I don't know. I'm kind of actually, I know some of the memes for, I I'm like in the internet culture for people who are out of it, but people who are into the internet culture, I'm the one who's out of it. So I don't even know. Gotcha. Hmm. <laughs> I think so. EMK email my kangaroo. I don't know that she's weird. Thanks for that. Sarah <laughs> always keeping us on our toes. Brandon. Let's see. Aisha miles. Thanks for your super chat. Apparently they're a Satanist. They say, hail Satan. James smoked all of the Lucky Charms. I probably do seem like I'm high tonight. I'm not on drugs. I, it's because I'm not on, I'm not on caffeine. I don't have any caffeine in me and I'm super like weird today because I usually honestly take probably too much caffeine, like 600, 700 milligrams a day. So it's like six or seven cups of coffee. But today is like one day that I didn't have a ton. Thanks for your super chat from Timothy Bryce. They said, let Darth Dawkins go now, James. He's even calling you out now. He's insatiable and controlling. And then they said some other stuff that's apparently more critical. Um, I'll debate him for fun. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said just not, not to have him on again. Uh, let's see. I He's certainly insatiable in the sense that he is persistent. And we appreciate his passion. I don't know if he's he does like to kind of lead the conversation. So I I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd go as far as controlling, but he definitely does seem to enjoy that's his style, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but B L and K, thanks for your super chat. They said, DD, what is your favorite comedy movie? And now we'll never know. He's gone. This is really sad. Maybe he's in the live <laughs> chat. I don't know. Nella Dower, thanks for your super chat. They said Let's see. Okay, there's more poop throwing at, at Duncan. Brandon Ardeline, thanks for your super chat. They said, James, please use this money and buy a whistle. Yeah, that's true. We have to restore order here. Tonight was crazy. Duncan used to like actually listen, but tonight it was just like, dude, you're not even listening to me. Jamie Russell, thanks for your super chat. Respect the moderator. Show some charity for the sake of the gospel man. The Prince of Preachers was a four-pointer. You must be a five plus. May God's face shine upon you. I don't know what it's like. It's like lingo. I'm not familiar with the Prince of Preachers. I know that's probably referring to Jesus. It says was a four pointer. They mean Calvinist because that's usually what I think of as like four point versus five point. They say you must be a plus five. Um, so I don't know. But thanks for your super chat from Labzer who said, who would you debate, Duncan? T-Jump? Angstreich, oh. Candida Kennedy Reed. Thanks for your super chat. They said hi, Duncan. Uh, they say you you can't give the evidence that God exists. Well, Duncan, we wish you wouldn't have left. Uh, we we love you, Duncan. General Ballsack. Uh, thanks for your super chat. They said I think Snake is right. Needs a serious. Uh, let's see. It's a lot of these are quite hard on Duncan. Trio Monkey 666, thanks for your super chat. They said, why does 
Yep, that's another one. John Rapp, thanks for your super chat. <clears throat> they said, hope the door hits you on the A, on the on the butt, on the way out. We hope you're doing well, Duncan. And Cajun Crustacean, thanks for your super chat, who said, Duncan is, let's see, that. nope, that's another one. <laughs> then uh, Gannon Truman, thanks for your super chat. They said, "Was what was Duncan's announcement? It was like some sort of satire of him being part of, Oh gosh, we're probably gonna get demonetized because he mentioned like controversial terms. But he wasn't doing it in any serious way. He was like doing a satire of saying, I don't know. It was, it's at the start of the debate. Stupid whore energy. Thanks for your super chat. Uh, Snake, are you aware that the sum of all matter and energy in the universe is zero? Perhaps our definition of nothing needs to be updated. Freak. I added the last <laughs> part in. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, um, that, that usage of nothingness is acceptable in the, in like the scientific sense. Um, but in the sense that I'm talking about absolute nothingness, the, uh, you can unpack that and there's something inside of that, that zero quantity. And so I wouldn't describe that as absolute nothingness, but, uh, like, um, uh, Lawrence Krauss uses it. That that that's a coherent usage of it. Gotcha. Let's see. Um, one second. Reading. Oh, okay. So, Genius Tracks and some others. And Brian Stevens said that EMK did not mean email my kangaroo. It it was a moderator <laughs> that Duncan had a, like in the past said was also the worst <laughs> moderator ever. Um. Do me a favor. Where's it? Marcus Dresden? Why are you? I'm calling you out. I'm coming hard on you. Um, they said, ah, Joey, like, Joey, you're kind of pushing the envelope. You got looks like you're coming at people pretty hard. That's why you're getting flack from the moderators. We usually only go after hate speech. So I'd say, like, yeah, you keep talking about asking if people are gay, and I think people are taking that as if you're using G-A-Y as a put down. So, um, yeah, because, Joey, if you take it easy. So, also, though, Mike, what is it? Dresden, Marcus Dresden, not Michael. <laughs> the guy's a troll. Marcus, if you can do me a favor and and take it easy on some of the people. Sometimes you are quite hard on people as well, and I'm not trying to call you a hypocrite. These are two different things. So, um, but just want to ask if you could do that because – uh recently a guest was like yeah james i don't know if i want to come back on because that marcus dresden is like one of the most like long story short marcus work with me work with me let's see thanks for your super chat from anamorphic mind said wow steven steen wins another debate how does he do it i don't know how he does it that's a good question let's see next up always learning thanks for your super chat they said just for being the best mod ever that's really nice of you i appreciate that I, uh, this encouraging James Anderson. Thanks for your super chat. They said, if, if being a Christian means that, uh, I'll eventually turn into a delusional guy like Darth, then no thanks. Let's see. Yeah, that one. Okay. I shouldn't have read that one, but let's see. Cy Gart is a uh, Christian and he is, uh, he's in the live chat right now by coincidence, really pleasant fellow. And Dr. Gart is a very kind person. 
So uh, very well liked. So you get to know him. Hopefully that'll give uh-huh. you a balance out any sort of. I'm honored that he's even paying attention to me. Yes, very pleasant fellow, well-liked. And uh, let me just uh, quick. Thanks for your super chat from James Anderson. Oh, no, we read that already. That's embarrassing. Okay. Stupid or Energy says, the evidence-based definition of nothing is potentiality. What do you think of them, Apple's snake? Uh, what is potentiality? Sorry. Well, the way in philosophy that I remember it, but I don't know if she means it this way in cosmology, would be like just the potential for something, but you don't actually have something. Oh, no, I mean, I know what it means, but what was the first part of oh, the chat? She, she said the evidence-based definition of nothing is potentiality. Oh, well, like I said, I mean, I'm okay with the, the scientific usages of that, uh, of nothing, but... That's why I always stipulate absolute nothingness as like it has no potential to do anything. It, it just is the absence of all potentials, all anything. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is uh, not not a coherent concept. Gotcha. Thanks for that. And let's see. Next up, appreciate your super chat. This one is from. Let's see. Timothy Bryce, who says, I'd love to debate here, novice, but I would love to try. Well, we are totally open to it, Timothy. If you email me, we can get you try to get you connected for a debate. Athena, goddess of wisdom and warfare, thanks for your super chat, who says, EMK was someone who used to run streams. Gotcha. This must be before my time. I was like kind of fell out of it for a while. Stupid Horror Energy, thanks for your super chat, who says, Duncan, as an atheist, I hope you come back. I'm crying right now. Please come back. You got one fan out there, Duncan. <laughs> Just kidding. You got many fans, Duncan. We love. It. It's like, uh, what are you gonna do? All right, John Rap. Thanks for your super chat. Who said, "Well done, Snake. Thumbs up." You have a fan out there, Snake. Thank you. Next yes, up, one fan. Lee Labzer. Thanks for your super chat. Who said, "How would you rate your moderation skills, James?" Thanks. That's a fun question. I would say that moderating, in my opinion, always is contextual so that you know like for example like steve mccray and i we differ in our styles and he's more involved and i don't think that's bad i think it's all about your purpose and what you want from that the format i am definitely more laissez-faire i think that sometimes i'm probably you know slanted or unfair in one way or the other i think sometimes i'll you guys want to hear this is actually probably good for you to know because it's the things that are difficult for me where I'm like, ooh, that might make me a little biased. One is uh, obviously my own worldview or my confirmation bias that just everybody will have, any moderator to have that. Uh, but so, you know, you might interpret things, you, you might be a little bit more lenient toward people on your own side. I don't know if that's true. I, I try to, the, the challenge is I try to compensate for it by being, if anything, I try to err on the side of being a little like 1% tougher on my side just because, but then, you know, I, I worry a little bit like, Ooh, am I being too tough on my own side because I'm trying to compensate for my bias? So I'm actually, you know, falling off the other side of the horse now. Another thing though, to be honest, is if we have a huge YouTuber. So like when we had, you know, if we have somebody with like a hundred thousand, 300,000 subs, I feel a little like nervous from like, Oh, we'd love for them to come back. Cause you know, it's fun to have new people and obviously they're popular if they have that many subs. So people usually enjoy listening, 
but my nerve, my nervousness comes from, I'm like, Ooh, you know, I, I want to be fair to them, but I, I feel like subconsciously I have a, a desire to almost cater to them because I want them to come back. And so I have to try to control for that subconscious like desire and be tough on them, even if they're, you know, a superstar or something. So anyway, thanks for listening. But you guys can only be accountable. If you ever noted, if you're like, hey, James, I know like yeah, sometimes I get irritated and I tell you to shut up, <laughs> but um, but I'll never hide you or block you or something. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I want I think sometimes people are crybabies about how the moderating is done. It's like, go ahead start your own channel. I don't care. This is the way we do it. It's the way I do it. And sometimes, though, somebody's like, you know, they give me feedback and I'm like, you're totally right. Thanks so much. I think it, it helps a lot if people say it in a friendly way. Sometimes they like say it to me like as if they're like my boss. And I'm like, that's like not how this works. Like and that where I, I would say worse than a boss. I've never had a bad boss. Surprisingly, it's been great. But two, two, three, Mr. Awesome. Thanks for your super chat. They said, shut up, James. You're you're over talking me and I'm going to server mute you. That's true. Uh, we so good time, Duncan. We miss you. Should we? I wish we could play like a song for Duncan. <laughs> foolish or foolish? Thanks for your your sweet super chat. They said set Duncan up with Destiny. Well, Duncan's probably not coming back for a long time, if ever. And two, I don't know if Destiny. Well, I mean, we could ask Destiny. He'd probably be willing to, but he's already d- debated Duncan on I think his own channel. So let's see. Thanks for your guys' kind words in the in the live chat. I'm watching and, and reading. I'm very – that's nice of you, Brian Stevens. Since I forgot to copy down your question earlier, Brian, so sorry I missed that. He said, I think you can't – since he's also – since he's saying something nice about me, I better read it out loud. He says, I think you handled it well tonight. Darth unmuting himself showed how horrid uh, – well, yeah, so that was – so thanks for that. Uh, Hannah, thanks for your kindness. And I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. The Yado God, thanks for your kindness. And <clears throat> yeah, it's funny. It's uh, But yeah, so this is always, it's so interesting to hear your guys' thoughts. I love reading in the live chat. Is this weird? Forgive me. Any thoughts, though, from tonight, Snake? Uh, without uh, going too much into Duncan, uh, I would have liked to just discuss more what the what the concept of God actually solves for the problems of like the origin of the universe because I don't know everything I can't explain everything I don't there are some brute facts there are some unexplained things and I just don't think that God explains them and that's what I wanted to get to but uh, I mean the tactic is just to kind of avoid that but Gotcha. Well, thank you. Want to let you know, folks, as promised, I'll keep that promise to Duncan. His link is still in the description. And Snake Was Right's link is in the description. So if you've enjoyed it, that's an option for you to check those out as I've put those links down there for people like you who might enjoy that. And Snake, that's an epic replica stormtrooper you have in the background. Oh, thanks. That's, wow, really great. Oh. I'm a huge it's Star my, Wars fan. It is my prized possession. It's really cool. 
Thank you. I got it from the company Anovos, and then it's like preformed, but I had to cut it all out and rig it up and put it together. Wow. Yeah. That's rad. I, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan for the real. Uh, let's see. Gosh, you guys are you guys are in the chat. Your characters. Let's see. Yeah. In the chat, any thoughts? Uh Amy Newman got your uh your your message in the live chat. We would love to see if we can get you set up for a debate. Thanks for hanging out here. Could be a lot of fun. Let's see. Anybody in the live chat, any feedback? I, I know that sometimes I come off I don't know if you guys can tell. I sometimes like seem cranky and I'm like just like shut up, you're a crybaby. So I do want people to feel What's the word I'm looking for? I want people to feel like they can offer constructive criticism. And I, I haven't done a great job of that recently of welcoming it. I, I think usually if it's friendly, I am. But sometimes, like, I, I've got to think about, like, how can I be more patient when people are like, screw you, James. Oh, Lucifer Almighty, if you, re, if you uh, refresh, let me see. Okay, I just saved. Thanks. So now if you guys refresh your page, those links are in the description. So, but yeah, any feedback for the channel, how we can improve, would love to hear it. I'm keeping an eye. Let's see. Thanks for your kind words, Pizza Person Peppers and Brad. And uh, Labzer, yes, I will debate again. That would be fun. I am going to release an older debate that I did about a week from today. That was a fun one. Um, that was, it's never been on YouTube before, and it's from six years ago. So you'll get to see the young version of me back when I was like Snake's age. Not really. Snake is, I'm way old. I'm like, yeah. But it was still, six I'm years immortal. Ago. Yeah. So, so carnivorous ape wants to debate a vegan. Well, we can try for that carnivorous ape. If you've got debate experience, we could maybe get you connected to. Ask yourself. Uh, I don't know if he'd be up for it, but it's worth asking. And so let's see. I think. Brenda says, James, you should let me debate. If you, I promise, Brenda, if you stop reporting our channel like every two seconds, I would be willing to host you again. But when you keep saying that uh -huh. we're like, <laughs> like. Do, like doing these like bad things when it's like yeah, I don't I don't think we're that bad. I'm like come on. So yeah. Thanks so much, folks. I'm kind of I'm like so pleasured by just reading the live chat. What are your guys' thoughts? Anything else? I just love this. Phil Bunny wants to debate veganism. So carnivorous carnivorous ape and Phil Bunny. If you guys email me and you CC each other in the email, that makes it easier for me to set up a debate. If you emailed me and I'm behind, I'm so sorry, folks. I'm so behind on emails right now. So, um, oh, gosh, it's just been a rough one. But for emails, if you want a debate, want to let people know, it makes it so much easier on me because I just do this for fun. Like, it's just kind of like an hour and a half at the end of the day, usually to recover from like how long things were, how, how bad the day was. And 
it makes it so much easier on me if you can if you email you say here's the topic I want here's my position I've already cc'd my opponent into this email that helps because then I'm like oh like this is super easy I can just totally what's the word I can set it up really easily so that makes it quicker but anyway want to say thanks so much folks we hope you have a great night thanks Andrew Kroll for your trolling I love you I love you guys. I'll be the first to say it. You know, it's like, uh, we're, are we there yet? Can I say that? I love you guys. It's always, you guys just get me in a good mood. So I appreciate being here. And once again, last time, thanks so much. Snake was right for being with us. Thanks for the opportunity for this one. It was fun. My pleasure. So take care, folks. Keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. We will be back this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard or Eastern Daytime with Nathan Thompson and Fight the Flat Earth. It's going to be huge. So we'll hopefully see you there for the next party. Goodbye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.